welcome to another episode of the Easy American English Podcast. I'm your host, Teacher Yvonne. The Easy American English Podcast was created to help English learners learn some of the trickier aspects of American English. And without further ado, let's get started with our episode for today. Today's episode, we're going to talk about conjunctions. In our last episode, we explored adpositions. Adpositions include prepositions and postpositions. In our discussion last week of prepositions, I mentioned how many prepositions are conjunctions. This episode will explore conjunctions and talk about the various types of conjunctions and how they are used in English. All right, so what are conjunctions? Conjunctions are words that link words, phrases, or clauses. And there are three types of conjunctions. Coordinating conjunctions, correlative conjunctions, and subordinating conjunctions. Coordinating conjunctions may join single words or they may join groups of words, but they must always join similar elements. For example, a subject in a subject, a verb phrase with another verb phrase, or a sentence with a sentence. Coordinating conjunction examples include for, and, nor, but, or, yet, so. Examples of how and can be used to link together a noun phrase with another noun phrase is, we have tickets for the symphony and the opera. An example of how to use but to connect two sentences is the orchestra rehearses on Tuesday, but the chorus rehearses on Wednesday. An example of how or can be used to link verbs with verbs is have you seen or heard the opera? By Scott Joplin. An example of how to use so to connect a sentence with another sentence is I wanted to sit in the front row, so I ordered my tickets early. For many of you, coordinating conjunctions are going to be some of the easiest conjunctions for you to recognize and to use. Now we're going to talk about correlative conjunctions. Correlative conjunctions are also used to join similar elements like a subject and a subject or a noun and a noun, but correlative conjunctions are always used in pairs. Some examples of correlative conjunctions are both and not only but also either or neither nor 
whether, or. An example of a correlative conjunction pair to link a subject with another subject is, both my sister and my brother play the piano. An example where you use a pair of these conjunctions to link a noun with another noun is, tonight's program is either Mozart or Beethoven. An example where you use a correlative conjunction pair to link a subject and another subject is, neither the orchestra nor the chorus was able to overcome the terrible acoustics in the auditorium. An example of linking two sentences with a correlative conjunctive pair is, not only does Sue raise money for the symphony, but she also ushers at all of their concerts. Correlative conjunctions may seem a little difficult because they come in pairs. There are some of you that understand how to use these pairs and definitely do more research on what pairs are appropriate for the type of information you're communicating. But once you start to use these pairs, you, you recognize these pairs in your reading, using them and understanding what they are communicating will become easier. Now we're going to talk about subordinating conjunctions. A subordinating conjunction is a word that joins together a dependent or a subordinate clause with an independent clause. Now, just a reminder, a clause is a unit that contains a subject and a verb. For example, it was raining is a clause. The subject is it and the verb is was raining. A dependent clause is a clause that cannot exist on its own. It needs a main clause or a independent clause to accompany it. For example, because it was raining, I drove to work. This sentence contains two clauses, because it was raining and I drove to work. The first clause doesn't mean anything on its own. Uh, you can't just say to someone because it was raining and nothing else. Uh, typically, people may not understand what you are saying. Unless they've asked you, well, why did you drive to work? And you can say, oh, because it was raining. Uh, but the first clause, because it was raining, kind of needs the second clause for it to make good grammatical sense. Now, in that previous example, you learned that because is a subordinating conjunction. Some other subordinating conjunctions are after, although, if. Another example of how to use uh, subordinating conjunctions could be, I shared my lunch because I had extra. You could also say, I didn't share my lunch, although I had extra. 
So to sum up today's discussion, some prepositions are conjunctions. And conjunctions are a word or a pair of words that links words, phrases, and clauses together. There are three types of conjunctions, coordinating conjunctions, correlative conjunctions, and subordinating conjunctions. This concludes our discussion of conjunctions and how they are used in English. After a commercial break, we'll talk about funny words. Welcome back. Our funny words for this episode are some time and sometimes. Some time, two words, S-O-M-E-T-I-M-E, refers to an indefinite time in the future. An example of how to use some time is, let's meet for lunch sometime. I don't know when I'll go shopping, but I will do it sometime. I will buy a home sometime. By comparison, sometimes, one word, S-O-M-E-T-I-M-E-S, is an adverb of frequency, and it means occasionally. Some examples of how to use sometimes is, she sometimes works late. Sometimes I like eating Chinese food. Sometimes I prefer Indian food. We sometimes enjoy live music at the beach. So remember, some time, two words, means that you will get around to whatever it is you're referring to some time in the future. Whereas sometimes, one word is an adverb and it basically just means occasionally. That's all for those funny words. After this quick break, we'll be right back with the word of the day. And welcome back. Today's word of the day is assuage. Assuage. A-S-S-U-A-G-E. Assuage. Assuage. Assuage is a verb, and it means to make something less uh, intense, particularly something that is very unpleasant. Some synonyms for assuage would be relieve, to ease, uh, to soothe, to calm, or to mitigate. Some examples of how assuage could be used are the letter assuaged the fears of most members. After the successful presentation, my lack of confidence in the team was assuaged. The judge's verdict did little to assuage the public that they would be safe. Assuage. Assuage. A. S-S-U-A-G-E, assuage.
And that's going to do it for this episode of the Easy American English Podcast. Thanks again for joining me. And until we meet again, stay safe.